professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I cannot tell you how grateful and excited I am. I'm humbled to have Minwin hanging out with me today. If you, again, do not follow him, you need to right now because he will continue to help even you as mortgage professionals get ideas and how to work with your consumers. But ladies and gentlemen, huge welcome to my good friend, Minwin. What up, brother? How are you? Good, man, bro. You know how to hype it up. You got me excited, man. Thanks for having me on here, Josh. Dude, I'm super excited to have you because you truly are one of those people who is so active on social media. You've done such a brilliant job, and I am grateful for you taking your time to come hang out with us today and share a few of the things that you have done to amass the one of the largest followings. And again, it's not all about followings, but you've built a community. You've done a great job and something you are truly literally one of the absolute best without question is educating your consumers when it comes to really short form, short hitting content. You are so good at this. So I'm excited to be getting into this conversation today because you have so much to share. Uh, Mario try to jump in my homies. What up, Mario? Hope you hope you guys are having a good day. And if you guys have questions for me, feel free to dump them in the comments. We will get to them, but let's, let's jump into this, my friend, because for those who maybe don't know you, Tell us a little bit about your kind of your background. How did you get started in this industry? Oh, I started in 2003. I was actually sitting in my class at Fullerton College, a junior college. And my buddy called me. Hey, man, I have a check for $40,000. I'm like, bro, did you get in a car accident? Like, is it your settlement? He's like, no, it's one month's worth of pay in the mortgage industry. Of course, you know, straight out, just like that movie, um, you know, with uh, Leonardo, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, where I quit my, show me a check. I quit Go my job. Street, baby. Yeah. So of course, uh, back then it was only e-fax. So I saw the check. I was like, I dropped out of college, sold my vending machine business. And I started riding the bus to his office to start as a telemarketer. And this July 3rd will mark the full 20 years of being in the mortgage industry. Dude, that's a mate. 20 years in the industry. And you've seen so much the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. And now you're you're continuing to thrive, even in a market like we're in, because so many people, you know, it's a fear-monger market, like, oh, the market is rates are high, there's a lack of inventory. But guys like yourself who have just been keeping at it, you stayed focused on on the true prize, you continue to dominate. So let's talk about that. Cause you've been in it since 2003. So you got started in the industry. When did you really notice that the trend of social media? When did you actually say, hey, you know what? There's something to this because you truly have become probably like top three of all mortgage professionals who are one of the absolute best when it comes to educating and truly using social media as a tool to build your business. When did you see the trend of social media? You're like, hey, this is going to be something. Uh, June, again, like pretty much right by July, June, 2017. June, 2017 is when my business collapsed mm. and all my loan officers left and I had to go out there and originate. So as I went out there and originated, Door knocking didn't work, flyers didn't work, mailers didn't work, cold calling wasn't work, Zillow was costing way too much money. And then I hired account execs to maintain relationships with my real estate agents. And it just wasn't seeing the fruit of my labor 
and I was putting so much work into it. And then I saw that Ty Lopez video regarding the Lamborghini. And what I learned from that video is that paid advertising was so cheap back then. So it's kind of like discovering something before it went big. Of course, there has a chance to go bust just like, you know, um, <laughs> meta, right? <laughs> Recently. <laughs> so just like virtual reality, right? So, but, you know, I went all in and, you know, here I am now. So in 2017, when everything else failed, I started using social and I tried it for 10 months, twice a day posting. I went live twice a week for 10 months. And then it was, I think, March 2000. Um, 18 sold my house and I put money into some advertising. And then from May up until November, I went on this nasty run. And then after that, I went from independent loan mortgage uh, banker to us bank, then the loan depot. And then, you know, it just keeps going from there. Dude, that's crazy. So 2017, you see the trends. You're like, okay, it's crazy to hear that, you know, lost your LOs. You had to go back into origination and you're like, okay, the old ways, the old, the tried and true methods, those aren't tried and true anymore. We got to start looking outside of that. So when you start creating all this content I, and I, and I'm super intrigued, were you enjoying it? Was it like a grind? Did you know that, that it was just part of the business? Like what, what was your initial feeling when you started creating all this content? I mean, posting two times a day is like, that's no joke. That's a lot of work. And this is 2017 when you haven't seen a rate of return yet. Yeah. So, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Even between us right now, I don't enjoy it that much. You know, if it wasn't for social paying my bills, I probably would not even have social. I don't even enjoy it. Interesting. You know, it pays the bills and it's the best way to get out there. You know, I either can go back and start kissing realtors butts and start overpaying for their Zillow or taking them to lunches. And in hope that I get the deal now, it's like, if I walk through the door, it's like doves fly, windows, doors open, and people want to do business with me. You know, I can, I can meet with the top realtor now that I don't even know who they are. I can just walk in and no one's really going to say no to me. You know, I just proven fact right now we have one. I'm not going to say her name, but, you know, a lot of people want to work with her. She's a top agent in my area. You know, she uh, she called me just to speak for her office, but she told me, hey, man, I already have two preferred lenders that pay X amount. I gave her three buys in a million dollar listing. I'm already in, you know, so it's like enough. I didn't have to say much. Dude, all day. So that's, why you- I, that's why I truly believe in it. Okay. So this is, this is like a completely, different, I, I love that you share that because so many people, so are you chasing realtors or are you going after the consumer directly? I'm going after consumer directly, but I'm using my realtors. You know, she doesn't mind me saying this because I tell it to her face. I'm using you guys as Uber drivers to get my people in escrow. The quicker you can get them to escrow, the quicker my money turns. So I look for agents that are, you know, I pick specific pockets and if they have a big buyer's team, I'm like an REO agent, a REO company, asset manager. I'm giving you uh, an asset, which is my buyer. I need you to get them into escrow quick. So I'm leveraging mm-hmm. my content to get buyers to leverage these realtors to get them into escrow quick. And that's how I'm turning my business. I'm just, I'm looking to whoever has the highest ratio of getting buyers into escrow. I don't even need mm-hmm. them to send me stuff. Use them as my Uber drivers. Of course, if they want to send me stuff, cool, but I don't want them to. Because when they do, it's like, I got to run credit on their time. I got to run DU on their time. They need an updated pre-approval letter. It's a Saturday afternoon with my kid. I don't want to do it. Same thing with my loan officer. So we control the pace. And because we control the pace, we dictate how we want to live our lives. Dude, that, 
everybody, you got to go back and listen to that. What Min just said right there was so incredibly powerful. He's the one who gets to dictate. He's the one who's choosing when he's doing his business. Now, and, and again, you mentioned the opening doors with these realtors. You were giving them opportunities. You want to talk about providing value. We're always talking about how do we provide value for our realtor partners? And like you even mentioned going the, the, the old days of going into an office and bringing donuts or bringing bagels. Like forget that. You bring them a deal. You walk in, they see you on social, bro. Like you, mm. You, you're showing up with, for them. They're like, of course we know. You walk in the door, it's like, I want to work with this guy. Whatever I have to do, I want to work with this guy. That has absolutely changed the or changed the mindset of working with realtor partners. But you, you even mentioned this didn't happen overnight. It took time. Like you, you were doing two posts a day for ten months, and even now today, you have amassed an incredibly large community and an incredibly large following. But this isn't something that just happens overnight. It takes time to build a community like you have. I have five followers, my dad, my mom, my brother, my business partner, and his parents. I couldn't even get his parents to get a Facebook page each. They want to share with, oh, I need that extra follower. I just need six. And I had six followers from like literally for a couple months. Then I would gain friends and family, you know, oh, you do this. And, and you know, it was, it was, it's like they're following, it's a, uh, a pet project. Let's, let's support men 10 months post twice a day for the first handful of months. It was just like getting ugly and it was like, no one's following me. No one's liking. And the, the comments, it's only friends and family. And then slowly you'd see trickle in of like other audience, but nothing big happened. And then of course I posted a video that didn't go viral. Like I was averaging under a hundred views a video. And this was back then when it should be easier to get views. So that tell you my content sucked even back then. But I had that one video that hit 2,000 views, which is my VOE video. So mm. we took that video. I turned it into an ad. And back then it was cheaper. I was running 50 bucks a day, then 100 bucks a day. And literally, those from uh, May 2018 till November, I was averaging like 15 to 18 fundings a month. And, of course, I put myself in some debt with my business. I wiped out like the last 600 grand. And, I, you know, I sailed off in the sunset after that. Dude, that's so crazy. That story is so awesome because everybody, they want to become this overnight success. They want to have that viral video that gets mm. tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of views. And it just doesn't happen. That's just not the way it is. It's a freaking grind. It takes time. It takes so much effort to get to there. But little by little by little, you will get there. And again, look over the last you know six years you've been doing this and the following that you have now amassed is absolutely incredible. The tens of thousands of views that you get, the hundreds of thousands of followers that you have, again it was amassed to a point where to a, up to a certain point i'm sure you're like is this even worth it anymore like do we keep doing this but then you finally see that momentum shift people start to engage with you you start to see that the, the community show up so you can all make it it just takes time you got to stay at it yeah so even though i have a big audience for four years 18 19 20 and 21 uh so the first four years i only had twenty five thousand followers Wow. When everyone else was surpassing me and, you know, guys were in the hundreds, a couple hundred thousand. Cause you know, when I was at, you know, I don't want to say the name of the company, I want to get in trouble. They blocked me from doing TikTok back then. It was in their like guidelines, even though they say it was okay. It's like in their guidelines, since I was doing paid advertising through the company, like they took it out of my margin to pay for ads. They forbid me from doing TikTok. And that's wow. when all these people with NMLS numbers larger than mine, I have six digits. You see guys with seven, eight digits coming in newbies blow me out of the water and you know how discouraging it is like i'm the founding father probably in 2017 and i'm 
getting outpaced by everybody. And then the last two years, it just like went on overdrive for me. And I went from 25,000 to now like uh, 128 in the last three years, two, three years. Dude. Okay. So you talked about, but I didn't, but I, I wanted to give up. It was disappointing seeing these guys kill it. And then the ones that didn't have bigger phones, they were even, you know, they turned in, they, they converted their lending into courses and you know how effed up in the head you are at this moment. Like when everyone is surpassing you and they started after you and you just wanted to give up, you know? So it's, it's not easy. I'm glad you brought up that because I I know you and I have had this discussion in the past because I'm the same way. You know, I'm I'm at like 34,000 followers and I'm just like, I see other, these other people and I'm like, what, how are these people surpassing? And there's, there's a whole other conversation, but guys like yourself who have stayed so consistent and provided the value. You mentioned that a little bit earlier. It's providing the right value for your community. You know, you, you even mentioned all of our, all of our content sucks. When we first got started, it just sucks. It is what it is, but you have to start somewhere. You have to improve little by little, every single video you're trying to get better, but let's just call it as it is. We, we're, we're, none of us are very good in the beating. None of us started like Oprah Winfrey had to start somewhere too. And they, she started and got better and better and better. So you see all these people surpassing you. What kept driving you? Like what, what, what was your mindset? What, what, when did you decide? You're like, Nope, I'm sticking this out. I'm playing the long game here. Either start taking loan applications again or fight and push through. Mm. I'm this deep in, got to keep going. You know, either I started taking a couple applications again, like, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to put out more content. I actually, uh, starting making more, my content more, um, like precise. I started paying attention to more what I needed to put out. Cause in the beginning, when you're just there, you're not competing against anybody. Now it's noisier. So what's going to make you different? What's going to make you stick out? And then once I started becoming more precise, my content even improved. Even recently on TikTok, I changed my hooks and my captions. Mm -hmm. And literally my morning market updates just start picking up more momentum now. To pick up momentum on TikTok is the hardest. But if you can pick up momentum on TikTok, it'll tell you how good your Instagram is really doing. And I started fine-tuning my TikTok, going through my analytics. You know, if Lauren Taylor, you're watching, she's my coach for my analytics. Now she's a real estate agent, now coach, but she has like... 475 people in her downline her engagement is big compared to her audience size so she's helping me fine-tune some things and my literally it's changing my stuff like night and day okay dude so you talk about tiktok you talk about instagram is there a platform that you're seeing i don't want to know if i want to call it success or is there are you seeing more traction on one or the other because this is the number one question we get asked with shred you is like Everybody sees TikTok and like, oh, we got to go TikTok and Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, you got to be on TikTok. But even him, like he said, like he's made some shifts to what platforms he's focusing on. So is there a platform that you really have seen that does better for the type of content that you're putting out? Uh, so, of course, Instagram is my jam. We're generating still about 30 to 35 li live transfers a day. Wow. Uh, we have more calls than that, but live transfers that actually can get on the phone with a loan officer and go over payments like someone that they know the zip code they're buying in they know the purchase price they know where their down payment's coming from we get about 30 to 35 on um on uh, instagram and we do paid advertising but on tiktok we don't do any paid advertising we get about five live transfers a day so i have about um i think 58 uh, 59,000 followers on tiktok but that five that do reach out, it's a higher caliber lead, which I was blown away because I thought Instagram is the jam. Yeah. But if you have good content where you're not just doing trends and dances, which is cool, lip syncing, but I don't do that much of that anymore. I actually deliver a message. So 
my audience might not be bigger than other audiences, but the quality of the lead, they're like, and you know, if you didn't know, TikTok is audio based. So California call, uh, viewers are the ones reaching out. It is like out of five, two might be out of state, three are in California. So really? it, I, yeah. So it tells me like, dude, the quality is better. You don't get that many. Um, they trust you more. They'll give you the social through the DMS Instagram. Like they want your firstborn, your blood type, you know, where you went to high school before they, uh, and they want to look you up before they even send you a phone number and email, you know? Dude, so this is really crazy because I've heard I've, I've talked to some other big influencers in the industry, and we have friends that we both collaborate with. But I've heard sometimes on the TikTok side that they are they're not as good. So hearing from you, that just shows the the quality of content that you're. And you even mentioned that your messaging, the the content that you're putting out to them is so much more targeted, it's so much more intentional. So you are qualified, like you're almost getting more qualified opportunities yeah. coming from that platform. You're getting more from Instagram, which is which is great, but it's always not a numbers game. As Dali mentioned, quality is better than quantity, especially right now in this market. Those conversations that you were having are meaningful. Now, I want to ask you this because your content, again, if you guys haven't seen Mint's content, you have to go follow him on his different social channels. But I've got this question because people even ask me like, hey, you're friends with him. He, he He's talking about rates or he's talking about this and that. How does he do it? How does he get away with it? I mean, is there guidelines that you reference or referred to when it comes to like talking about rates or what rate because you do an incredible rate update how have you really gone around that and made sure you've stayed compliant if you will um i give a ballpark and if you show payments you have to show an apr so anytime i do a payment breakdown i always put an apr if i never if i don't do a payment breakdown i don't put an apr these are average rates i let people in the notes call their lender i don't put a, a and it's it's better. Like I take an average of rates. So I go on loan sifter and I pull the three and I take the average and I put it out there. So I don't use my rates. They're not my rates. I'm not quoting these rates, especially jumbo. I don't even do jumbo. It goes to us bank. So mm -hmm. I take us banks, jumbo and bank of America and I merge it together. So they're not rates that I'm promoting for myself to do a loan. I give people, this is the ballpark. They might want to call their lender. Mm, I, I, I love this. Score. So I never, but if I ever do a breakdown, I always put an APR. I did get hit once by somebody. Uh, it was like a $5,000 bill if I don't fix it. So all my payments have APRs. Oh, there you go. So have the APR. I like the idea of quoting like it's never, this is never a direct interest rate. This is a range in here. And again, depending on FICO, things like that, that's really, because a lot of people are always asking, you know, how do I skirt around this? How am I able to do this? So I love that you share that. And I always tell people, I always am very cautious of sharing interest rates or direct programs like that, because again, there is a very, very fine line. Do you, are you glad that you kind of went that direction? Cause there's so many people like, Oh, I never want to quote an interest rate. I never want to go down this direction. Are you glad that you really did kind of focus and tailor that content for the consumer in that way, quoting or at least showing those rates and showing actual numbers? Uh, I'm glad I went down that way, that route. I feel like the direction I changed my content, the quality got better. You mm. know, people complain about the quality of the content. Well, if you are a funny person and you do a lot of funny humor, so you're going to drive a big audience. But if you don't start putting because and you're afraid to put real content out there because you're going to push away your audience then you aren't sifting out the real, the real deals and the real deals are going to come with real content. You know, I'm sure there's people blowing my rates, blowing these rates out of the water um, that can probably beat the deal. Like I'm not here to quote you, right? I'm here to give you a ballpark, but if you're there to keep seeing that and you want to know about mortgage news, what's going on in the economy, I'm, you, I'm increasing that quality of that, 
buyer or seller when they reach through. So if you do a lot of dancing, a lot of other lip syncing or, you know, trends, but you don't put valuable content, you still get leads, but you're coming through a lot to get a little. And, you know, we have eight loan officers that psychologically, if they get a bunch of boo-boo leads, they have boo-boo mindsets, they do boo-boo jobs. But if you have a high quality lead for them, they might not get as many, but that lead that they do talk to is a high quality lead. They're motivated to take another lead. You know, Ooh. I've ran to other influencers that, you know, they feed dog crap to their their LOs and the LOs change companies and they reach out. Why, why'd you leave? Like, oh, because it's a bunch of boo-boo leads. I comb through a lot to get a little and it's not worth it for me, you know? Yeah. So that's why, you know, it was humbling. Like, do I keep doing more trends? No, I got away from majority of trends. I might do a couple here and there, but I talk a lot. You know, I, I love the real Wayne Turner. That guy is my, my guy. Like, I don't know him, but he's but my he's, guy where like, I yeah. watch his stuff, you know, the mortgage kitchens with me now we talk. You know, we like, let's get rid of like, we're out of place now. Let's get rid of all the noise. Of course you want the noise in the beginning, but let's get the ones when they reach through, it's a higher quality buyer seller for our loan officers, because we want them to be happy getting a call or a lead from us. Not like, Oh my God, another lead, bro. Serious. Dude, that's so I'm, I'm everybody. You just heard that you have to take that into consideration. You really have to be thinking about that because so many people, it's just like, Again, they, they're not think they want to go trending. They see what's trending on TikTok, especially TikTok. It's such a trending world. They're like, oh, I just got to go do the trends. But clearly, you have tailored your content to where, sure, you may you, you're a fun guy. You like to talk. You you have so much. You have a wealth of knowledge to share. But you don't always have to put it into the trends. You can truly be sharing that content in a very very valuable way. Uh, Gene Griffin, I see your comment here. Min, what are you using to edit your content? I'm interested in this. Is this do you edit your content? Do you have a team that helps you with this, Min? Uh, I have a team that helps me, but we use uh, practical uh, tools. We use a lot of CapCut. We use CapCut a lot. Dude, that's, as I say, such a simple tool. We talk about CapCut. InShot is another one that we use. They're very simple. And I love this too. Again, in a, and I love the quality. People are giving you crap saying, oh, the quality of your videos. But here's a very, very interesting. Have you seen, and I know we have on, so I'm interested to see how your reaction is, when you try to really like – produce a video or try, try to do high quality, if you will, when it comes to the videography, lighting, sound, do those ever perform better than the, than the ones you just do on your phone? So, um, like I said, the mortgage kitchen's with me now he does high quality. He's very precise, but he puts out 10 pieces of content a month in about a year and a half. He grew 220,000 followers on Instagram. He stopped on TikTok and he like, I don't know why, cause he didn't like the, the quality of the lead. He grew 70,000. So he's really big on high quality. And for me, I don't really care about high quality. I'm more about the content. I want to sift out all the people that are so focused on the quality. Majority of the videos we shoot through our phone. They're like, well, oh, you can't do that on your phone. There's a selective focus filter, by the way, people don't know about. So there's other ways you can do it or you can get a lens, throw it over your camera, over your phone. But we use a lot of camera now because I want that authenticity of like this person used their camera. Mm, that, see, I, I love, didn't use their camera. Dude, I Only my market that. updates in the morning and that's it. Everything else we, we film as much as we can on the phone. That's so you just use what you have. You don't have to, you're not overthinking it. You're just making it happen. That's what I love to hear. Min, this has been such a brilliant conversation and I truly appreciate you taking a few minutes to share this with everybody. And like I said, we actually just posted all the links, go follow him in on Instagram, go follow him in on TikTok, whatever your platform of choice is. go follow him on these social channels. And again, he will be one of those people that you'll see. And he'll even like, 
give ideas for you to go and create your own content. He's one of the true masters of our industry. So if you want to learn from one of the pros, you got to go follow him and reach out with any questions. We actually have him exclusive goal in our Shred You community here in just a few minutes answering their questions. So excited to be in that conversation. But men, thank you so much, brother. If you were to give one piece of exiting advice here for those who are starting their journey on social media or for those who are wanting to get started on social media, what would you share with them? Use TikTok's uh, search bar, search tool. People don't understand that in the search tool in TikTok and you just type in buy a home, sell a home, new construction, all the data is there to extract. Mm -hmm. Once you extract all the data, you'll start seeing what people want to talk about. Don't sit there and assume what buyers want. The 10 ways to do this, the four ways to do that. You think about it because that's what you go through for your client. That's not what they're thinking about. They have other worries and other questions and you'll find everything in the TikTok uh, search bar. So search tool. Once you search it, you find it, you start playing around with it, you find your own voice and then you learn how to read your own analytics and the rest is history. Bro, that was so tactical. That was one of the best pieces of like, hey, this one thing, go do this. Go use a search on TikTok, guys. That's going to help you really hone in on the content for all of your community. Man, you're a freaking master, my friend. I cannot thank you enough for joining us today. So excited for you. And again, so grateful you're willing to share your incredible expertise and advice with all of our mortgage community. Brother, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Guys, go follow him in on all the social channels. Like I mentioned, we have posted them in the links here on all the different platforms. Go follow him on Instagram. Follow him on TikTok because I promise you, he's going to help you go dominate within your own local community. And with that, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time for all of you to go shred. Go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See ya.